Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, we had a guest scheduled for tonight. Uh, things did not work out. Um, I don't know if you're aware that we had a lot of rain in Southern California and that knocked out her internet. So we'll have her on in March. But we're going to talk about... The Lightning Thief. Uh, the Percy Jackson Book One. Yes. Written by Richard Reardon. Rick Reardon. Rick yeah. Reardon. Okay, I keep hearing, when I hear Rick Reardon, I keep thinking of the, the former mayor of LA, oh. Richard Reardon. But right. different story. Okay, so uh, you've actually read the book. Yeah. Uh, within the last, uh, I think I mentioned this before, but within the last year or two, I uh, got in, back into reading middle grade fiction. Mm hmm. And uh, I got a recommendation for Percy Jackson, uh, so I ended up reading the first book. Uh, what motivated me to read that was because of the uh, Disney Plus series that came out at the end of last year. Right. Uh, so I figured I'd read the book and see how accurate the show is. Right. Okay. And I ended up liking the book. Yeah, so tell us, uh, without you know giving away too much, what is this story about? All right, so uh, Percy Jackson is a kid who has been dealing with uh, dyslexia and ADHD. Uh, and he learns that he is a... He learns that he is a demigod. Right. Uh meaning like the son, uh, the offspring of a god and a mortal. Mm -hmm. uh, and he uh, also learns that he has a role in preventing a war between uh, Zeus and Poseidon okay. uh, because Percy is accused of stealing Zeus's master bolt. So he has to retrieve the master vault and clear his name. Yeah. Um, so he is the the son of Poseidon. Poseidon and his mother. Now there's a lot of uh, this is all very Greek mythology. Yes. Um, I mean the Romans stole all that, but yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is original Greek. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. So our I, I am not an expert on Greek mythology, right? Uh, but I know Zeus is like the head head god. Yeah, but he's he, the ruler of he's the, yeah he's the ruler of uh, Mount Olympus. Now, he 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 got that by doing something, didn't he? Like killed his father or something? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll admit a lot of my knowledge of Greek mythology comes from the God of War interpretation, <laughs> which while God of War did take some liberties, is still largely accurate right uh in greek mythology there's a cycle of like the son uh wanting to wanting to or succeeding in killing the father okay so yeah uh, does it does the book make you uh, like does it rely a lot on your knowledge of, of greek mythology or does this sort of tell you kind of uh, the they explain it they explain it in a uh, digestible way. Okay, because that and I, they like when a mythological figure shows up, they only explain what's relevant. Right. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I, I at least in now I have not read the book. Right. I have seen 
the movie that was based on it, and we've watched the series that was based on it. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm having to, like, just assume that they explain things as they go along. Yeah. Because, yeah, most people they don't. They don't front load you with all the Greek mythology <laughs> yeah. if that's what you're asking. No, no, no. I just wondered how, how they introduce it because it is, it's a known thing. It's not like he could just make that up. Yeah. Or t- hijack it without people going, hey, that's not how it really is. Well, Rickard and tried to be uh, accurate to the mythos mm-hmm. but or the mythology, but he uh, still put an urban fantasy spin on it. It's sort of set in modern day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what make it urban fantasy. Right. Okay, so uh, the main character, of course, is Percy Jackson. Yes. Uh, he's like, I assume he's a teenager, young teenager? Uh, yeah. Uh, middle grade, so he's like a middle school student at most. <laughs> okay. And so this would be like quite the thing to find out about yourself, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, and then he has um, a best friend from school. Yeah, Grover. Now, because I, I gathered from again from the series. Yeah. Because the movie kind of well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But the series <laughs> uh, sort of sets up that he's kind of you know ostracized by other kids at school because he's just different. Yeah. Maybe he's a little moody. I mean, or you know what I mean, just sort yeah. of standoffish. And maybe maybe it's the dyslexia and all that that makes him you know how kids can be. Cruel. Yeah, it also doesn't help that Percy uh, had to change schools multiple times. <laughs> right, and so he has. So he finally, at this final school, has a has a friend. Yes, Grover. Yeah, uh, and uh, Grover. I just saw his last name, and I'm forgetting. But I think it was like Underwood or something. Okay, uh, but there's there's more to Grover than just being a kid, right? Yes. Uh. Yeah, Grover Underwood just checked. <laughs> uh, Grover is revealed to quickly revealed to be a setter. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, uh, human top half, goat bottom half. <laughs> okay. Um, and so then... Uh, He's uh, supposed to be protecting Percy. Right. Does he do a good job of that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> uh because yeah we'll talk more about the uh, adaptations uh, yeah. in a sec but uh, then when he has to go on this quest I, it seems I mean the idea that you just find out you're a demigod and oh by the way you've done something horrible <laughs> that you wouldn't have access to do but you're still blamed for it yeah I, I, I take it gods can just blame you and your fault well yeah. it seemed like the evidence like point the evidence pointed to him or something. <laughs> okay somehow yeah I mean it seems like yeah yeah. Or he was just accused and Zeus ran with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, he has to go retrieve this. And, of course, Grover goes with him. And then there's... Yeah, so at Percy also goes to Camp Half-Blood. Right, right. Okay. Uh, which is where they train demigods. And they also, act- while they're at the camp, they ideally learn who they're... Uh, parent right. is uh, it's actually possible for a demigod to never learn who their parent is because their parent doesn't claim them right uh, but he meets uh, another demigod he makes becomes friends with another demigod or slowly becomes friends with another demigod uh, Annabeth Chase mm-hmm. uh, 
and she is Daughter of Athena or something? Yeah, daughter of Athena. Um, okay. Now... Right. Why, why did that escape me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, each... Now, if, I, if I'm understanding correctly, in the, at least in the series, and I guess the movie, that they're not supposed... The gods aren't supposed to ha have kids with mortals. Uh... It's okay for demigods to exist, uh -huh. uh, but specific gods were forbidden from ah, doing it. Okay, all right. Like the because they have a whole camp set up for something that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> it seems pretty. Uh, it's not like it's super common for. <laughs> okay, well, just, well, at least in the series, right? It was a pretty large camp, yeah. and that was the same in the movie. A lot yeah. of kids. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't happen very often okay. <laughs> is, uh, so I I shouldn't be saying something I don't know 100% about know. but in any case uh, there were like specific gods that were forbidden from doing so so the fact that and Poseidon was one of them so the fact that he had Percy was already like breaking the rules okay um, and I, I take it I mean that they go to this camp to learn what their powers are and how to use them and then are they sent back into the real world or are they just kept in the camp they can choose at the end of the summer okay so it's a summer camp yeah okay uh but they can choose at the end of camp if they want to stay and train for and train like year round or if they want to go back to the mortal world okay um that would be really interesting to have to make that choice yeah um yeah and they sort of train them again according to what i've seen sort of an ancient you know fighting with swords and helmets yeah. and stuff like that which is probably works great if you're a god <laughs> <laughs> i assume that also has a basis in like the greeks <laughs> now does um yeah does uh the book spend more time on his training because it, it seemed like he's like here's a sword okay now go do this you know uh yeah there's a little more training in the book okay because it seems pretty i mean especially in the movie it was sort of like his training was a day or something you know yeah. uh there was a little more time in the book like in the book they go into more detail about uh specific uh rituals within the camp and Percy uh, kind of uh, has time to uh, acclimate. I okay. Guess. Um, it's not like it's weeks. Okay, but I mean, in, in the series it seemed like a little time passed. In the movie it was sort of like, okay, here's the sword, now go. You know, yeah. we, we did the uh, find the flag battle and capture the flag and now you're ready to go. You're yeah. like, what? Um, Okay, um, so the book came out in 2005, Five. and there's been a couple of sequels. Yeah, uh, there's the whole series. Right. Uh, my understanding is there's the, I got the impression based on, uh, after reading the book, I got the impression from watching the series that like book two onwards has a larger 
arc. And uh, that's so like the first five books are a group, and then there's another five books that wow. are a group, and then he's cranking these out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so you want to talk at all about, or just talk now about adaptations that have been made? Uh, are you ready? Some more about the book you want to talk about? Um, yeah. So I'll mention just uh, to go into the book a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I liked the book uh even from the first chapter i was invested uh because it's uh like percy is talking to you uh he sounds like a kid right uh i like that uh although although the exact uh blurb for the book doesn't happen until like a quarter of the way in at least right uh I like that uh, Rick Riordan's uh, story, like uh, storytelling style. Uh, he doesn't waste any time with uh, having something, having the protagonist's normal thrown off. Right. <laughs> uh, like in the like in the very first chapter, uh, Percy uh, gets into a bit of action that implies there's more to him than. Uh, or there's more to what's going on around him than he thinks. Right. Uh, and it just, like, hits the ground running and ma mostly maintains that momentum. Uh, so, yeah, I just like that uh, Rick Burden, again, didn't waste any time having something happen and uh, keeps a good pace without feeling like it's too rushed. Right. Uh and uh, it was interesting seeing, reading different interpretations of the uh, mythological figures. Uh, admittedly, uh, while I was reading, even though they had descriptions, uh, because I was used to like the God of War and uh, Disney Hercules interpretations, I mentally inserted those interpretations sometimes. Okay. Uh, uh, that's just again like frame of reference. Well, that's what you're uh, you're you're seeing what you know, kind yeah. of yeah. Uh, even though they do give a visual description of what uh, the this interpretation of the gods looks like, right? Uh, and there's a lot of there are very memorable scenes, and uh, by the end of it, I was curious to see where the story was headed. All right, uh, and I'll also say one more thing. Uh, from what I've read with like middle grade series, it seems like uh, I don't know how much other uh, age groups have this happen, but it's like in a series, the first book is generally more standalone because I guess they don't know if it's gonna be there's gonna be anything more. Yeah. But they leave open the possibility for more, and then starting from the second book, there's more of an arc, uh, like that happened with Less Kids on Earth. Mm -hmm. The first book feels uh, pretty standalone, and then. Uh, even though we know about like the portals appearing and like the zombies suddenly showing up, and then the second book onwards, the the whole that whole thing with Rezok begins. Right. Okay. Yeah, that I I assume that also happens with the adult series. Uh, I I read a book kind of just on a whim called The Garden of Allah, which was a kind of a fictionalized thing about the uh, kind of it was a residence turned into a hotel. Yeah. 
and it was kind of interesting all the stuff came and then oh, it was fun and then there's like 20 other books <laughs> <I'm> like, okay <laughs> I, I don't want to do that you know so i assume yeah. that happens you know if you and if you can make a series out of something, if you're a writer, you know, all the more power to you for doing it. Yeah. And what was good about Percy Jackson was uh, Rick Reardon left it. He told a complete story in one book, but he also uh, left open possibilities for more, like, adventures. Well, he also, uh, I mean, picking Greek mythology kind of opens itself up. There's a lot of gods and yeah. demigods and all that kind of stuff that could happen. Yeah, the way you set up the uh, urban fantasy interpretation, he... Uh, left a lot of uh, potential right okay so uh we were talking earlier this kind of uh adapted into a movie a tv series but it's also a musical on broadway yeah it was an off-broadway musical which uh within the last uh, few years i graduated to broadway <laughs> you know i everything now is a used to think of musicals as sort of someone sat down and wrote this musical and now it's like what can i t adapt <laughs> you know like every movie seems to have a musical i got the impression that a lot of uh, music i'm under the impression that a lot of musicals are adaptations because it's actually easier to base it off of something that already exists <laughs> right yeah it, it, it just seems like a very rampant uh, yeah. it's always a movie i know disney's made a whole you know side business out of that yeah but uh, everybody does it but you know yeah so um, we're not going to talk about the musicals because we've not seen them. Yeah, we haven't seen it uh, or heard any of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that really one existed until we looked at Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the first thing that was adapted uh, was the film. Yeah. Christopher Columbus directed. Yeah. And okay, so we watched the movie after the series. Right. Uh, just so. I was just going to try to put in yeah. chronological order yeah. adaptations. I know, just for context. Uh, the movie was just bad. Uh, if you've never uh, if you've never read the book then, or seen the Disney Plus series, uh, you might think it's okay at best. Uh, like, just okay. Right. Uh, like, or I guess mid- but uh, if you have read the book, uh, it's a really poor adaptation. Um, yeah, I, again, I haven't read the book, but it seemed like there were a lot of, I'll say, well-known actors in it. And as such, they got bigger parts than maybe they should have had or had a part at all. Yeah. Like Sean Bean was Zeus. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of a weird... I wouldn't think of a British guy as being yeah. God, but hey, you know. But, I mean, there, there, there seemed to be a lot of, I'll say, stunt casting in a way. Yeah. Um, more so than casting because they're, they're right for the part. Uh, so, with the movie, they aged up the kids. Yeah. Made them teens. Uh, like... Older teens. Yeah. Uh, so that and they darkened the tone right so it feels closer to a YA as opposed to MG uh, and then they, the characters hardly feel like themselves because uh, like Percy is turned into this like brooding teen mm -hmm. uh, slash rebellious teen right Grover is like horny 
<laughs> he always hits up all the girls. Yeah, he's like, when I was watching, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who this kid is, but he's not Grover. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just so radically different. And then Annabeth is, uh, she's kind of a composite of Annabeth and, was it Clarice? Yeah. Uh, two characters in the series. Yeah. And uh, she's also turned into kind of a love interest. Right. Which fits a different mold than. Right. With what I liked about Percy Jackson was they were just like friends and they grow closer together. Yeah. As friends. Well, at that age, I mean, they, they made him a little older, so you kind of think that it, the friend, you know. Yeah. What is it from when Harry met Sally? You know, guys can't be friends with women or whatever. Um, uh, which is, is not true, but you know, right. I'm just saying that certain certain mindset. And then uh, they uh, the they make changes to the story for the sake of getting it done in under two just under two hours, uh-huh. but uh, it's. There are so many changes that it's more like it accident. It's accidentally accurate. Uh, the only scene that's act- that's actually accurate to the book is, uh, or the most accurate to the book was the um, Lotus Casino uh-huh. in Vegas. Uh, it it takes the you know Vegas casinos are notorious for you not knowing what time of day it is if you're in one. Yeah. This takes it to another to the nth degree if you don't even know what year it is. Yeah. Or whatever. They uh, even rolled that rolled Greek mythology into that. Okay. And that was that that uh, credit where it's due. That scene was actually more accurate in the movie than it was in the in the show. show right. Okay. Because uh, the show recontext did that, but it also recontextualized it to have something else happen. Right. Um. Well, with the movie, uh, that was. Yeah, and the only thing that was like that was the most accurate scene. Otherwise, uh, it's like it hits it hits major story beats, mm-hmm. but none of it feels earned because it has a very rushed pace. Right. And uh, the quest feels more like a road trip. Yeah. Um. I guess because they managed to drive everywhere without incident. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because in the show it's different. But um, in the in the movie, I don't so I don't know in the book. But in the movie, they go to Nashville or Memphis. I'm sorry because they have that Parthenon there. Yeah. Um, is that where they go in the book? Uh, okay, they did that in the movie. Right. Uh, they do not do that in the book. My understanding is that's from a later book. <laughs> okay. Uh, they also took elements from later books and put them in the movie. Okay. And without having read later books, I just learned that secondhand. Uh, and they, it doesn't really work well because mm-hmm. uh, they uh, make the quest about, like, in order to get to the underworld, you have to find per- three pearls from Persephone. And that that's not in Greek mythology. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it, there were pearls, but they were it was different context. They were given them somehow in the series. Yeah, is that more accurate to the movie? I mean, the book. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's more accurate to the book. Okay. Uh, then uh, so like Persephone 
shows up in the movie, but she's not based on Greek mythology. She's not even supposed to be in the underworld. Okay. Because she's supposed to be in Olympus. They even explain that in the show okay. as well. Uh, and then everyone just feels completely different. Like uh, Hades in the source material and the show is he's actually uh, more he's actually n- nice yeah. <laughs> uh, especially nicer compared to how uh, other works depict Hades is just like well, this evil well it, it, you got the impression in the series this is kind of like where he ended up was like his choice yeah <laughs> I got this part yeah uh, it was I, well there was a funny line in the, in the television series <laughs> it describes Hades yeah but uh, or hell um, underworld, yeah, the underworld's hard. Yeah, Hades is his. I mean, a lot of times people associate Hades with that is the underworld. It's, yeah. it's sort of like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and then the movie, he's just a uh, late evil, right? Uh, which is again like wildly out of character from the book. And then uh, there's there's it just does so much wrong, <laughs> right? Uh, I. Uh, it's kind of like I don't know how to exactly explain it straight right? because it's just diff- so many different thoughts like right. no it's not supposed to be like this this character didn't act like this wait this didn't actually happen right. <laughs> um, okay so movie bad or not so great yeah so now Disney which I owns they actually own the book or they're publishing the book they're yeah. publishing the book um Still owns it, so they decide to make a series. Uh, right. Yeah, Rick Riordan was able to pitch. Uh, my understanding was Rick Riordan pitched uh, the show to Disney after the uh, Disney Fox merger. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, it was a Fox film. Yeah, means that Disney owns the Disney, property rights. Yeah, that would mean yeah they would own the film rights. Uh, so then the Rick Riordan had a very heavy hand in the show unlike the film which he disowned okay uh so the show was actually uh the show did take some it was only like eight episodes long uh and it did still take some liberties with the source material so partly to make it flow well as a series and also I guess to uh, make it fit in with the arc that must be present from like the second book onward uh, with Kronos okay. uh, but otherwise I actually really liked the show yeah um, there's the, you get the sense in the show more so than I got in the film that the mother kind of has been talking to him about Greek stuff yeah kind of like not telling him who his father is but sort of hinting heavily that he needs to know this stuff yeah and you got a sense that he learns it in this before the series starts he has sort of a familiarity with who these people are yeah um which are probably your average high school students would probably just know like zeus and <laughs> yeah um so um the the i'll i'll say this as a you know hetero male he's a the, the kid's cute that they they cast as the yeah as Percy, yeah, which I think helps draw draw in girls to watch the show and maybe educate people about Greek mythology. Yeah, but um, he's he's a real good person to. He, he seems very, uh, you know, 
like a normal kid would be in this situation to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, thrust into this magical world that she had no, you know, you didn't know until like a week before you had anything to do with, right? Yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, compared to the book, uh, the main trio uh, are trying to figure out the right word. Or uh, more are smarter mm -hmm. than they were in the book because okay. they more easily figure out that oh this is a trap or yeah. that we're dealing with this uh figure right uh whereas in the book uh they act a little bit more like uh naive children okay. <laughs> um now i not, i'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily just right now the um it seems like the series kind of goes out of its way to be more diverse yeah as far as casting goes yeah uh Rickard and actually explained that saying he wanted to uh emphasize the idea the main takeaway from the series which is like anyone can be a hero right okay so he uh so he was like if you don't like if it if you didn't like it, then blame him. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> uh, uh, he was uh, heavily involved with the casting okay. as well. Yeah. Um, now, um, in the movie, there's a part played by Pierce Brosnan, which is what I'm saying is these are he, they cast pretty big names for some of these roles in the movie and in the TV show they're not unknown actors either but they're not like you know James Bond you know as a, yeah. as a minotaur um, so some of the stuff that he learns from the people from school are he was in a I guess kind of a special school or yeah. the people at the school knew who he was kind of a deal or some of the people because like his teacher shows up at the camp and yeah okay so Grover shows he up. was at sent to a there goes a boarding school right uh he uh it's us yeah it's us Grover and the teacher who are aware of who he is uh and are involved with the camp mm -hmm. uh otherwise no one else is <laughs> right well, there's a there's an evil person after him. Yeah. Um, now, in the 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 story. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, yeah. These. Is it is it similar? In, is is the Grover? I I think the the series does a better job of unraveling the story. Yeah. Uh, because you get a sense of he, like Grover kind of turns on him, but it helps him, or it's the right thing to have done, or whatever. And then you get the sense that Grover and his mom kind of know each other. Yeah, uh, I will say Grover throwing Percy under the bus was I was reminded that wasn't in the book. Okay, uh, it works though. Yeah, and it, and I'm assuming Reardon is well opening to make some changes to make it more. Television series friendly, whatever. Yeah, 
I'm guessing he also saw the opportunity to try and improve the story in okay. a way because, yeah. like, I remember with uh, Invincible uh, for the, or with Invincible for the animated version, uh, Kirkman saw that as an opportunity to improve the storytelling. Right. Whether or not you like the changes is up to the individual, right. but. Rise as an opportunity to try something a little different. Okay. Um, so, is is the series closer to the book with obviously some changes as well? Yeah. Um, is there something that uh, the book does the ser- the television series does better than the book, or is that not possible? Uh. I'm not sure I can say for sure. Uh, I haven't really, excuse me, I hadn't given that too much thought. Okay, I was just curious. I mean, sometimes you, you can see how they, they only told it this way that makes more sense, or you know whatever. I mean, I, and I don't know. I'm just asking the right. question. I'm not. I'll just say I'm not necessarily a purist with source material because uh, I'm. I grew up with, like the you know the black sheep of legacy franchises, <laughs> so I'm uh, fine in general with seeing a different take on the same story. Uh, I guess I'll recognize when it's a bad take, uh-huh. but uh, otherwise I'm generally okay with. Uh, I'm also generally understanding of like making changes for a different medium because you have to do that anyway. Right for okay. the most part. Uh, I'm not sure if there's something that the it's super clear that the show did it better than the book because for the most part it was uh, pretty accurate. Uh, the, the only thing I could say about the show is uh, it probably needed like another episode or something. Okay. Because... Uh, as accurate as it is, it still feels a little fast at times. Right. Because uh, in order to make it fit eight episodes, it still has to cut some things out. Like uh, when Percy is at camp, there's this event in the book where uh, there's like a hellhound attacks. But okay. there's But a mo- monsters aren't supposed to be able to get into the camp, so that's an indication that Percy isn't safe there. Right. So he has to go on this quest. Oh, okay. So that's... <clears throat> Neither the series or the movie. Yeah, they just like cut that out. Oh, yeah, well, that would that would change the flavor of it to a certain degree. Yeah. No, he still has to go on the quest to clear his name, and he's still motivated by. Uh, he still has the same ultimate motivation of uh, trying to get his mother, mother, uh, who he be- believed was uh, killed by a minotaur that he fights, uh, but. Those yeah, the hellhound attack was like it's not really safe, isn't it? He they can't uh, avoid the quest right. much longer. Okay. Or he's not really safe here. Now there are certain like they, uh, Minerva comes into this right. Snake lady, what's Medusa? Medusa, when I get Minerva. Sorry, Medusa. Um. She's in both. Yeah. I assume she's in the book as well. Yes. Um, the, 
the, the idea that is Pan missing kind of a thing? Does that that was in both the movie and the yeah? Is, is that in the book as well? Yes. Um, is uh, is there anything that's not in the book that would have helped with the series besides the attack? Right. Uh, I'm. It's hard to think about it off the top of my head at the moment. Okay. Uh, so would you, do you plan to read more of the books? Yeah, I would read more. Okay. Because uh, I'm curious to see what happens. And then I would also watch uh, the further seasons of right. the show. Because I believe they confirmed a second season. Right. Do we know what the se- is that based on the second book or? We I think it would be based on the. It have to be based on the second book. Okay. Uh, trying to see the name of the second book. The second book is the Sea of Monsters. Okay. Which also got adapted into a movie. And oh really? Yeah, but that's as far as the film adaptations got. And uh, I believe Sea of Monsters is somehow... I heard Sea of Monsters, uh, the movie, was somehow worse. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because I guess, like, they... It's something like... It feels like during production they realized they might not get any more movies, so they just skipped right to the oh. end of the fifth book. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the risky run, I guess. Yes. Well, they also ran a risk of uh, hiring teenagers instead of preteens. Right. They could age out. Yeah. Uh, was it the same cast in the second movie? Yeah, from oh. my understanding. Okay. I can take a quick look right here. That is the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the same. It's the same people. Okay. I've never heard of the Sea of Monsters. I was vaguely aware of Sea of Monsters when the movie came out. Okay. Actually, uh, when the first movie came out, that was when I was first aware that Percy Jackson existed. Yeah, I, that that was my first awareness, too, and I heard it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> but I was still uh, vaguely curious about the book for the longest time, and then it was when I finally got back in the middle grade. Uh, that who, who recommended it to you? It was a cousin. Okay, that's fine. Who was a huge fan of the books? Okay, well, good. And you you took a, took their advice and and read it. Yeah, good. All right. I've been looking for more stuff to read anyway. All right. Okay. Anything else you want to? Uh. Yeah. Uh. So the casting for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Percy was played by. Logan Lerman. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Percy's personality was a bit different in the movie, uh, he still acted it fine. Okay. I thought. Okay. Uh, you can do well with bad material. <laughs> right, right. I uh, mean, your, your acting chops are, you know. Yeah. What was interesting to me was uh, we had seen him in Bullet Train. Oh, yeah. And who was he in Bullet Oh, he was the son. Yeah. In, the, in Bullet Train. The yeah. guy that's dead most of the movie. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> still, it's interesting that he his career was still going and he got to be in stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's yeah not a memorable role. <laughs> well, or he played dead great. All right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have recognized him from the movie as from either movie as being in the you know what I mean? Yeah. But interesting. Right. Uh, otherwise, I think that about covers it. All right. Uh, I would recommend uh, Lightning Thief, both the book and the Disney Plus show. All right. Watch the movie at your own risk. <laughs> so until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Uh, 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 uh.